welcome to Calm Kids, calming stories for kids by kids. Are you ready to hear a story? Great! Your storyteller is Charlotte, and today you're listening to The Magical Seal Island. Get comfy and enjoy the story. Jack was strolling along the boardwalk, seagulls above him and funfair music in the distance. He loved living near the beach, and he also loved living next to his best friend, Avery. They had been best friends ever since he had moved to Salt Sea City a few years ago. Jack was walking to meet Avery, over by their favorite place. It was right next to the ice cream truck, over by the large rocks on the sand. The rocks were very large, and kind of made a cave, so there was a hole you could walk into. Inside the cave, Jack and Avery had set up some twinkly fairy lights, posters, and even a table and chairs. Anyway, when Jack arrived at their spot, he saw that Avery was already there, getting them ice cream from the truck. They also knew Mr. Bobbins, the ice cream man, very well, and he always gave him free ice cream. Avery thanked him before turning to Jack and saying, Hi, I almost didn't see you there. Jack was handed an ice cream, as they started their short walk to their special place. It was a very hot day, and the ice cream was melting very fast, so Jack was concentrating on licking the ice cream off the sides before it dripped onto the sand beneath them. Even so, he nodded when Avery asked, I was wondering if today it might be nice if we went over by the old lighthouse to dip our feet in the water, because it's very crowded by the main beach, and no tourists know about that place. So, instead they turned around and headed to the lighthouse. Avery talked and talked about anything and everything as they walked, while Jack licked and licked until he shouted loudly, Done! As if finishing off his ice cream was a race. He struck a pose as if he was a hero, and everyone stared at him, just because of the overall weirdness of it all. Okay, said Avery, and then continued talking about absolute nonsense. They arrived at the lighthouse soon after, and Avery was still licking her ice cream when they sat down, because she was talking so much. I'm going to see if there are any seals or dolphins out today, Jack said, taking off his shoes and socks and dipping his feet into the water. The water was cool and refreshing for a hot day. Ah, said Avery when she dipped her feet in too. I wish we had brought our swimsuits today. The water is so refreshing on this boiling day. Jack stated, quite annoyed at himself for not having thought of that this morning. I agree. Then Jack shouted, look, and Avery looked to where he pointed and saw very, very far into the distance, a boat that had a huge net coming off of it that was being thrown into the water. What are they doing? asked Avery. I think, I think they're trying to catch seals and dolphins, replied Jack, sure that this couldn't be true. We can't let them do that said Avery, who was completely shocked. She got up and started walking away. Jack stood up and followed her, asking where she was going. She replied, saying that she was going home and that she would be back soon. Jack wasn't sure about what to do. He didn't want to follow. Plus, Avery had no shoes on. So he sat back down and waited. To his surprise, she came back within five minutes, holding two swimsuits. Puzzled, Jack said, We can't go swimming all the way to the boat. Avery chuckled and said, No, silly. We will get a kayak and row over there. Don't worry. I'm quick at rowing. In no time, they were standing over by the boat run shop in their swimming suits. Sorry, 
You can't ride a boat without a parent's permission, stated the young man at the desk, clearly very bored of saying that. Avery had some extra money from buying the ice creams, and Jack always carried some emergency money, and together they calculated that they could rent a boat for an hour. Quickly, Avery said, That's my dad there in the distance, see? She pointed to a random man on the beach. He gave me this money and told me to come rent a boat. The tired man said whatever, took the money, and called to someone to help them get a boat. Yes, said both of them inside their heads. The man that was helping get the boat was much kinder and explained how to row and get into the water. After they were both in the water, Jack said, Um, I'm not so sure about this. Avery replied, Relax, it'll be fun, I promise. She then showed him how to row because he was too busy worrying about all the things that could possibly happen in the water. He had narrowed it down to 20 possible accidents that could happen. After arriving close enough to the boat, they realized that it was really, really big. Then Jack said, Look, there's a ladder! And to where Jack pointed, Avery looked, seeing a very long rope ladder. If we get close enough, we can attach our boat to the little hook next to the ladder and climb the ladder to talk to the people on the boat, Jack continued. Avery stared in shock to how smart he sounded. She was usually the one that came up with all the ideas and had massive brainstorms. That's genius, she said, astonished. They rowed closer, then Avery carefully stood up and attached the boat to the hook. Now, all they had to do was climb the massive ladder up to the massive boat and talk to massive people. Jack looked scared. Then, Avery pulled out of her pocket two life jackets that were packed in very small bags. Thank goodness, said Jack, breathing a sigh of relief and taking one of the life vests. Putting them on, Avery decided that she would go first and would call up to Jack when he should come up. So up Avery went, and Jack went too. When they were about halfway, Avery accidentally looked down. She looked scared, but kept climbing. Jack, whatever you do, do not look down. Ever, she said. Jack replied with a scared, okay, and they were very close to the top. Then Avery told him, okay, so I'm going to hop over the edge, and I will signal to you when to come up. She showed him the symbol, which was a very simple nod. Taking a breath, she heaved herself over the edge, and then Jack watched as she did the secret nod. Right away, Jack got himself up and over the ledge as well. They were then met face to face with six large men, trying to catch the dolphins and seals. Hey, what are you doing here? Asked the middle one, who was the largest. Um, uh, we, uh, Jack has something to tell you. Avery stuttered, pushing Jack forward to speak. Jack had never seen Avery so scared before. He took a deep breath and said boldly, We do not like how you are catching the dolphins and seals. They belong in the sea and should stay there. We think you'd be better off transferring them to Seal Island. Seal Island, eh? said the man to the right. Yes, said Avery. What's this island you speak of? asked the man, who was trying to look innocent with the big net behind his back. It's a large island that holds lots of seals and dolphins and other wonderful creatures. We have only been there once, but it is truly magical, said Jack, now having lots of confidence. We are actually quite close if you want. We could lead the way, added Avery. The men agreed, so off they went, steering the way to the small island. Here we are, said Avery, 
and they hopped up onto the nearest rock and said that they could now put the seals and dolphins here. But all the men did was stare in awe. Seal Island was truly magnificent. Seals and dolphins swimming and having fun, jumping around and dancing. Colors everywhere and rainbow in the sky. See, don't you think they would rather live here? added Avery. But all the men did was nod, and they unloaded the animals onto the rocks from where they saw their family and jumped into the water very happy. When Jack and Avery hopped into their beds that night, all they could think about was what an adventure they had had that day and how happy the animals must be and how they had saved their lives. Dear listeners, I hope you've enjoyed this story. If you enjoy the Calm Kids podcast, please go to our website. You can search for the Calm Kids podcast to find it on the web. And consider making a small contribution if you can. This will help pay for our website, create more episodes, and we will donate half of the money to UNICEF to help children around the world get an education so they too can read and write stories. <laughs>